At this moment in history, humanity is facing a great pandemic, a worldwide pandemic. A pandemic that came from nature, a pandemic that is highly dangerous, transmissible, and highly effective in moving around the world with all the travel and interaction that human nations and populations have and engagement with one another. It is a great test for the human family. Can it respond? Will it become educated about it? Or will it simply hope that it is just a passing phase, a cloud passing over their lives, to which they seek to return as if nothing serious has really happened? But alas, the pandemic is a great changing element for the human family. For it will last for years, and the destruction it will bring about will be so great, and such a life-changing experience that it will impact people literally everywhere. Their economies, their social structures, how they engage with other people, relations between nations, and so forth. It is a great equalizer. It does not discriminate over who it wants to infect, for it will go wherever the opportunity exists. Be your rich or poor. Even with modern medicine, it poses a great difficulty. For many people will not receive this medicine, thinking it is an invasion in their lives, or that it is questionable or suspicious whether it comes from a government they do not trust. But it will be helpful and effective. But it will require much more than this. Even at this moment, even after this has already done immense damage to the human family, to nations all over the world, even now people are skeptical and ambivalent. They are not really responding appropriately. They think this is just a great dilemma, a great nuisance, that it will pass soon and everyone will go back to sleep on trying to survive whatever they were doing before, whether it be meaningful or not. But this is a great wave of change a great wave upon the world. For humanity has disrupted nature so much that it has revealed elements in nature for which it should never have direct contact. Entering into and exploiting the hidden resources of the world, the underground caverns of the world, and all of the diseases that are now embedded in the great Arctic regions, could be released in this century and the centuries to come to a humanity that has no resistance to them. Therefore, you must face these things. Stop pretending. Stop telling yourself stories about where it came from and how it will be solved and it will soon be over. And you don't need to worry about it because you're healthy or you're young or something like this. 
Stop deceiving yourself. You are facing a great adversary. An adversary that is now literally everywhere. Everywhere that people function and interact, it will be there. It will find every avenue of transmission. You cannot blame God. This has to do with your relationship with nature, a relationship that you have despoiled, that you have not taken seriously, a relationship that you have forgotten or do not feel connected to, a relationship that carries with it great benefits but also great responsibilities. A relationship that requires greater restraint, caution, and wisdom, which have largely been lacking in humanity's exploitation of the world. There are consequences for this. It is not God's will, it is simply the result of living in your natural environment. There are forces there that you do not know how to contend with. Invisible, perhaps something you would never think of, something the ancient peoples could never think of. It is not mysterious. It is not coming from some other planet or some other dimension of reality. It is part of the physical fabric of life in which you live, living in separation in this one world, you see. Look about and you will see who is responding and who is not who is being responsible and who is not, who is taking precautions and who is not. How few people today are really being educated about what they are facing. It has happened in the world in great ways in the history of humanity. More devastating the world wars it is, more consequential than anything that has ever happened to the planet before in the time of humanity. And yet people remain ignorant about it. They do not study the past so as they are not prepared for the future or even for the present moment. You must become strong to face this. It will make you strong facing this. It carries with it great uncertainty. It is not going to end any time soon, so what are you going to do? What kind of change will you bring about in your life and behavior? What kind of ideas will you have to abandon or beliefs you will have to abandon? How will you change your thinking and your approach to life? You can't run away from this. You cannot go hide somewhere until it passes over. You cannot lock yourself in a room and hope it does not reach you. We are saying these things to you today because there are greater ways of change coming into the world. You live in a world that is becoming hotter. You have changed the climate of the world, the chemistry of the atmosphere. Gradually, moment by moment, you may not notice, unless you live in a very polluted place, but you are changing the atmosphere of the world, and the consequences of that will be even greater since the pandemic. For whole regions of the world will become uninhabitable by humans. And where will they go? Who will take them into their countries? 
who will respond? It carries even greater consequences, greater challenges than what you are facing here today. The pandemic is great as it is, and it is great. It's but one of the great ways of change. It can prepare you for what is to become beyond it. But if you cannot prepare, if you will not prepare, if you will not become educated and adapt yourself to changing circumstances, then you do will not fare well in the future. God has given you a greater strength of knowledge, a deeper intelligence within you, to teach you how to respond, to guide you where to go and not to go, what to do and not to do, what to think and what not to think. That is how God is going to save you, you see. God does not intervene in the world at the last moment to save everyone. That is foolishness. The miracle of God's grace and insistence lives within you at this moment, waiting to be discovered. But how few people in the world today know of this. It is really not emphasized in the world's religions though it does exist there as part of the teaching. People follow each other around like sheep. People do what's easiest only. People don't want to deal with things, their health, their relationships, their work, the quality of their life, what they are doing for themselves and other people. So much complacency, so much denial. And then you have the poorest, poorest people of the world who literally cannot do anything of a greater magnitude given their circumstances, striving each day just to survive. It's a great hardship and deprivation. To know the truth, first you must face the truth, the truth of your circumstances, personally, your life, your health, your well-being, your stability, and all the factors that support it or undermine it, the quality of your relationships. For no one in your life is neutral. They are all casting an influence upon you for better or worse. You cannot wait for things to happen, for when they do, you will suffer, and you will be powerless to respond. There is so much for humanity to learn it has become with its wealth, the wealth that relatively few people in the world really have, it has become lazy, it has become unresponsive to the world, to nature, to nature around them and even their deeper nature within themselves, which is the reality of the knowledge that God has placed there. Let there be no fantasies about this. Let there be no denial about this. Do not think that you will do well in these circumstances without preparing for them consciously and in a determined way. Not just for the moment here and there, but in a sustainable way. You're going to be living in a more difficult and hazardous world. You cannot be fooling around in the face of this. If you wish to survive 
and have well-being of any real meaning and value. This is the reality in which we live. You cannot make it go away. It is the circumstances of what has been created before. For humanity has destroyed so much of the wealth and the stability of nature around them. Now you must face the consequences of the past, as your children and you will face the consequences of the present as you go forward in life. This is a gift what we are telling you here today. It is not what you want to hear, but it is what will save you. It is not what you prefer, but what you prefer will only make you weak and unresponsive and cast in doubt your well-being and welfare for the future. People can be very determined about things they want, but you have to face things you don't want. That's reality. You have to re-engage with reality, not as you want it to be, or hope it to be, or insist that it is, but as it really is. There are no conspiracies here. There is only the real interface with life, what is truly happening. That is the reality that you must engage with. Some of it will be hopeful, some of it will not be hopeful. Some of it will be reassuring, some of it will be quite unnerving. You have to face it all. Don't demand that other people face it. Don't expect that other people will face it. You have to face it first. If you do not, then life will be harsh for you, and you will feel helpless in its wake, its manifestation. This is a great wake-up call for people. You cannot be dreaming now of happiness and all the wonderful things you're going to be, do, and have. You have to respond to the changing landscape. When your environment changes, everything changes. When your climate changes, everything changes. When your resources are depleted, everything changes. Those who can see this and face this will find ways to prepare in a constructive way, not simply to fortify themselves, but to put themselves in a position where they can be stable enough to be of service to others. That is the goal here. You cannot hide somewhere and build a fortress around yourself, for there's no protecting that in the future. I'm speaking not to your personal wishes or your personality. I'm speaking to a deeper part of you that can respond and will respond if you allow it. It is why you have come. You will never find your true purpose in life by chasing happiness and fantasies. It's by meeting real challenges that you are designed and meant to face that will really restore you and give you a life of purpose and meaning and greater direction. You can argue, you can debate, you can believe anything. 
But the only thing that matters is that you can face and engage with reality and become a force of service and contribution there. The needs in the future will be so predominating you cannot even imagine it. Now you are fighting a battle with nature. It is a battle not that nature intended to have happen. It is a battle that you have established and have set in motion. You and all those who came before you, thinking the world was an endless well, a cornucopia of benefits and wealth. But alas, you have outstripped the lands, contaminated the air and the water, depleted the soil. It will take an immense human collaboration and effort sustained over time to be able to rectify these things. And that's not someone for, for someone else to do. You will play some part in all this, you see, based on your skills and your natural inclination. Already the earth is becoming more difficult. Already the climate is changing and disasters are reoccurring at an increasing frequency and potency and destructiveness. Already the pandemic is reaching into the far reaches of human society, to the remotest places. You will not stop it by running away or hiding out. It can be confronted, but people will have to really participate and recognize it is a long-term effort, not simply something you're willing to do for a few weeks or months. It is a great effort, and it can unite people and strengthen people and enable them to overcome their differences and their idealism and their persuasions and their ideologies that clash and produce endless conflict and dissonance in the world. The pandemic is your training now. First, protect yourself, either through vaccination or through some other means, if it is effective but you must protect yourself, for it can either kill you or it can maim you for life. And it can reoccur, because even with vaccination, if that is not sustained, it can reoccur. That's how big this problem is, you see. You don't simply have to agree, you just walk around this, consider it, ponder it. See where you are weak and where you are strong. See where you are likely to give up and how you have given up before. And then recall times you did things that were strong and demanding and difficult. You're going to be living in a more difficult world now. You cannot be weak and fragile and foolish in the wake of this. God's will is that humanity will prepare and this pandemic will be part of the preparation. You are facing great hazards here on earth and great hazards from beyond earth, from races who will seek to use this world for their own purposes as humanity declines and struggles with its own difficulties. 
This has been foreseen by certain people. It is part of the great times for which you have come. And you have come here with a purpose sent from heaven to make a difference in this world that you would rather avoid or deny. This is your greater life, not simply being weak, and shallow, and incompetent. Some people will choose that path and have chosen it already. Let that not be your decision, for the outcome for them will be certainly not favorable. Nature is unmerciful to its unprepared. And you are dealing with nature now. God is watching to see what you will do, for God has already put knowledge within each person, waiting to be discovered. If they do not utilize it, if they do not become aware of it, if they do not follow it, then they'll have to face the consequences. The difficulty of living in physical life the great tragedy of living in separation from yourself in a temporary physical reality that is full of hazard, change, and uncertainty. Before you can help others, you must stabilize your life. You must prepare your life for living in a financially unstable world, a practically unstable world. You must strengthen your health, your determination, and only associate with people who can support this within you. Serve those who are weaker, yes, but they should not be your companions. This is great wisdom that we are presenting for you here today. If you neglect it or disagree, or avoid it or resist it, you're only closing the door on your greater possibilities in life. For greatness is not simply having big ideas and fanciful notions. It is the part of meeting real events, providing great service under duress. This is what forges great men and women in all fields of endeavor. You want to be safe and protected, you'll hide out somewhere, and the world will become darker and you'll become ever more terrified of it, with very little relief. You were born with knowledge within yourself. It is your connection to God. Build your connection to God. But to do that, you need something from God to help you. Well, you do not know what knowledge is. You think it is your ideas or your emotions or your feelings. You may think it is your firm and fixed beliefs, but that is not knowledge that we speak of here today. You need to take the steps to knowledge which God has now provided to the world in the face of the great pandemic and the great ways of change that are now building on the horizon. Some of which you can see and some of which you cannot yet see. They're all buildings there. Do not seek to be comfortable and happy in all situations. For your great work to do, great strengthening to accomplish, great change to bring about in your thinking, your attitudes, your behavior. 
Not everyone will do this, of course, but not everyone will survive the great ways of change. Not everyone will engage with knowledge, but not everyone will have the strength and courage to navigate the difficult times ahead. You do not remember, but you made an agreement before you came into this world that there were certain things you would try to accomplish under very difficult circumstances. That is your load ahead. That is what will give you strength, courage, self-respect, and self-acceptance. Anything else will take these things away from you, most assuredly. As you can see all around you, people striving after fantasies or pleasures or comforts, and how unhappy and lost, distracted they really are. God wants you to succeed, but to succeed you have to become courageous and determined. You cannot create that yourself, you need great assistance, which the source of all life has now provided for you through a new revelation for the world. For nothing else will really save you. Believing in Jesus will not save you. Trying to purify yourself and have no attachments will not save you, for that is not why you have come into the world. Following the dictates of religion alone will not save you, for they will give in an antiquity and cannot really respond your life now and your life going forward. God knows this, of course, but the people are confused. It is through this confusion you must now pass and not become a victim of it or headed to it. It's like clouds and fog keeping you from seeing where you must go and what you must do. Clouding up your mind, filling up your life dominating your associations with others, perhaps. This is the great pathway forward. It does not lead to a pleasant life, but a challenging life. It does not lead to endless happiness, but great determination, great service, and greater rewards. It is not what you want, necessarily, but it is what you know, because God has put knowledge within you. And that part of you knows what we speak of here today and will resonate with it completely if you are able to experience this knowledge within yourself. Regardless of how difficult and dangerous and uncertain the world may appear, the blessing is within you. God has already given you the gift. If you will learn to discover it, align yourself with it and follow it, you will see exactly what this means. But for that, you will have to believe. You will have to have faith in it. You will have to allow it to prove itself to you through real circumstances and real challenges. The blessing goes with you every day, for part of you is still connected to your source. That is not the part of you that has a name tag and is identified as a member of society here, but the deeper element of you that is permanent and it is in the world for a greater purpose, which must be discovered and undertaken today.